There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. I'm Chris Hurdy. Today, we'll discuss the GOP's budget plan, Quebec's controversial face veil ban, and we'll hear from Vice Director and Producer James Burns on his new documentary about America's largest right-wing militia. It's Monday, October 23rd. Vice's own James Burns is an award-winning director and producer, and the man behind the first documentary from our Hysteria video series called Georgia 3% Security Force. The film follows a controversial right-wing quote-unquote, anti-terror militia as they conduct field training exercises in the woods of Georgia. Take a good look at the face of the militia and the 3% movement. <laughs> These are patriots that are not going to have their rights infringed upon, and our way of life uh, will be preserved and maintained. So help us God. Guns up! Guns up! I don't want nobody taking my gun rights away from me. I don't want nobody taking my freedom of speech from me. You know, so I'll die for that. Hell yeah. Here's James talking with Vice Magazine Editor-in-Chief Ellis Jones about his work. Hey, James. So your documentary focuses on a group called the Georgia 3% Security Force, which is part of the 3% movement. What can you tell me about the specific movement itself? The 3% movement is what they call a national patriot movement. Uh, So they have different chapters in every state. And then the 3% Security Force is a militia that is a part of the 3% movement with several chapters in different states. We focus on the 3% security force in Georgia with its leader, Chris Hill, who actually started the 3% security force itself. So what can you tell me about that Georgia group? So, so the group itself is, is located about 45 minutes outside of Atlanta in a very remote part of the woods where they do FTX trainings, which is a monthly training exercise to prepare for worst-case scenarios, whether it be a terrorist invasion or a flood or some sort of other natural disaster, or in case the government comes in to try to take their weapons away, they want to be prepared for it. The name of 3% itself came from the unfounded claim that uh, 3% of colonists stood up to fight the British during the American Revolution which many historians claim to not be true. They feel as if they're constitutionalists, that they're there to protect the Second Amendment and their rights and uh, way of life by any means necessary. They claim to be nonviolent, but if engaged, they will defend themselves with fatal force. These guys run around the woods with camouflage, uh, fatigues and uh, 
fully automatic rifles, um, AK-47s and, you know, M-15s, what have you. Um, and, you know, at, at first sight, it's, it's, um, it's very intimidating. The film sort of focuses a more, more on Chris Hill, who is the leader of the Georgia 3% security force. He seems to claim that the group isn't racist, that they're welcoming, but, you know, what you hear him or other members of the group say on camera is pretty contradictory. I think most of the things that Chris Hill says is contradictory, including how he feels about race or religion. He has a very myopic point of view, uh, and it's bigotry and racist in nature. But um, I think that everything he says, he truly believes. What was it like for you to film this? It was it was difficult at times hearing racist or bigotry rhetoric and and knowing that this group is misinformed, not not realizing their own ignorance. <laughs> it's very it's a very frustrating thing. You know, you wanna you wanna jump in there and have a debate, but um, the point of this film is is to let people make that decision for themselves. I, I mean, I, honestly, I learned a lot by being down there. Um, I truly felt like after I was down there that I, I learned that uh, the biggest problem right now in the country is the way is is information and how it's being spread. Um, it, it's it's really frightening the way that people are consuming it right now. So I, I think I think we have a huge responsibility in the media to break break barriers. To see James Burns's full documentary on the three percenters, go to vice.com. And here are the headlines. The yeas are 51. The nays are 49. The concurrent resolution as amended is agreed to. Last week, the Senate narrowly passed the GOP's proposed budget plan. President Trump took to Twitter to hail the, quote, first step towards delivering massive tax cuts. If the House approves the budget resolution, it would allow for a tax cut package estimated to blow up the federal deficit by $1.5 trillion over 10 years. And in international news, Canada's French-speaking province of Quebec has passed a law that will restrict people from wearing face coverings while providing or accessing public services, including taking the bus. Opponents of the ban say it directly targets Muslim women who wear burqas, niqabs, or other religious garments that cover the face and or body. As I said yesterday, uh, I will always stand up for uh, Canadians' rights. I will always stand up for uh, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. It's what Canadians expect of me, as I've said uh, a number of times as well. I don't think it should be the government's business to tell a woman what she should or shouldn't be wearing. Uh, but we know there's going to be uh, many uh, weeks uh, and, uh, and many months of discussions on this, on what the implications are. Uh, and as a government, uh, as a federal government, we're going to take our responsibilities seriously and uh, look carefully at uh, what the implications are. That was Prime Minister of Canada Justin Trudeau, who on Friday said the federal government is looking into the implications of Quebec's Bill 62. When asked if that would include taking the bill to court, Trudeau did not specify. Protests against the ban have been underway, with people showing up to bus stops with their faces covered. While proponents say the ban is grounded in the promotion of religious neutrality in the public service sector, wearing other religious tokens, such as a cross, are not included in the controversial law. Quebec joins five Western European countries in their restrictions on face coverings, with Austria implementing its own ban at the beginning of October. 
All right, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com. And tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to Right Now.